0: We celebrate this great feast, great solemnity of the Nativity of the Lord today around the world. This morning I was listening, so I woke up and I I went to a podcast and I listened to the news roundup from CBS. I think every morning they have it. And the first news there was Christmas celebration in the Vatican, in New York, in Bethlehem. So it was wonderful. So they had a message from uh, Cardinal Dolan, a message from Pope Francis, and the celebration in the city of Bethlehem in Palestine. So it was beautiful to see all of this, uh, that this is the main celebration. This is the main point of this holy day and this holy day. You see, the nativity of the Lord. This is the true meaning of Christmas that we cannot forget and that's why we are here in church. So let's go through the readings because it's very interesting what we can find here in the Gospel of Luke. So this is the Gospel of Luke in chapter 2 and the first point that I want to make is the, 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 the issue that there was no room for Mary and Joseph in the inn You know, archaeology has helped us understand how the houses or some of the houses were built at the time of Jesus. And one of the explanations is that some of the houses had two floors. So there were two floors. And in the second room, in the second floor, there was a big room or maybe two rooms, one for adults, one for children, where people, they were the bedrooms. So people stayed there for the night. And the first floor it was the rest of the house. So they were. Uh, uh, it was the rest of the house. And at night, people let the animals come inside, maybe if it was too cold or something. So that's why we have the manger. That's why we have some animals around Jesus. So if Mary comes and she's pregnant, Well, maybe the family thought, in the second floor, I mean, everybody is there. Everybody is coming for this census, for this enrollment. So it's very difficult to have a pregnant woman who is going to give birth tonight. So they had to stay in the first floor. That's just an explanation that archaeology helped us understand why Joseph and Mary were around all these animals, why Jesus was born in this manger. But the issue today... We need to understand this gospel, to, to bring this gospel to our world today. There was no room for them in the inn. And there is no room in many parts of the world for other kinds of people, different people. There is no room. Just one, ex- uh, one of the examples is young people who want to have a job. It's very difficult for some young people to try to find a job today because they go, they apply to this place and they say, oh no, you need experience. And they go to this place and, oh no, you need experience. And the other place, you need experience. Who's going to give you experience? Who's going to allow you to have a job so you can start this process, this work experience? There is no room for them. There is no room sometimes in our homes when we don't listen to each other, when children cannot tell some things to the parents because I I don't know what my mother is going to say, or there is no trust sometimes between husband and wife. They're living together, but there is no trust. There is no room for so many people today in some parts in the world and in some families. In the invitation, one of the invitations in Christmas is to make room for everybody. That everybody can feel that they are at home, that they have a family, that they have somebody that they can be listened to. And today also we hear in the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, the reading begins saying that the people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. And of course that great light is Jesus Christ. But there is so much darkness today, too, in the heart of every human being. All of us have some kind of wound. All of us have lost somebody who was a beloved person to to us during his or her life, and now this person is not with us. Maybe in a relationship you have been wounded. Maybe you have been wounded by the actions of your children, by the actions of your husband, your wife. The church is wounded because of the actions of some of his members and some of his leaders. There are so many wounds. Every person has a wound in their hearts. And sometimes it's very difficult for us, me included, I include myself included, it's very difficult to make room for other person because we create these walls. I'm not making political statements. But sometimes we build these walls to protect ourselves from other people because we have been hurt so we cannot open ourselves to other people because maybe that new person is going to make some harm on me and we build these walls that sometimes they are good it's good to have these boundaries but sometimes some people make it too extreme so we need to make room for other people and we need to let God who is the healer Jesus Christ who can heal our souls, our bodies and our minds and our, our, our hearts to be healed. Let him enter into that place of darkness that maybe we have in our hearts. Let him enter into that place of darkness that maybe we have in our family that we don't want to talk about. But we need to let God heal all these things that are not good in our lives. And another point very important for this Christmas is that of fraternity. This morning, Pope Francis greeted the city of Rome and the whole world with a message of fraternity. We need to feel like we are truly brothers and sisters in Christ, because that's all of us who are here, all of us who are Christians, who are Catholics, we are brothers and and, and sisters in Christ. But sometimes that is not really tangible, like we cannot see. I was watching some videos on YouTube, I watch videos too on YouTube, and I saw, uh, I don't, there was a video of um, like, people who wanted to take their own lives, and I saw how people who passed by, most people had to stop, had to say something. It's like, and there was another video in Spain, this is another video, so everybody passed by, there, there was a guy, almost to jump from the bridge, and everybody passed and they didn't do anything. It was a very young priest who came and talked to him. But I have seen other moments where if somebody is going to take their lives, or something that uh, threatens the life of another person is going to happen, I think most of us cannot remain indifferent. We want to, at least we feel something. Because life is so sacred that we want to try to help this person, try to avoid this situation for the person, try to help the person to come back home, to come back and recover his life. We cannot remain indifferent. When we see our brothers and sisters, even at home, these people who are suffering, who are experiencing this pain in their hearts, and we know it, and we don't say anything, and we don't do anything. The time of Christmas is a time of celebration. It's a time of joy. It's a time where we are reminded that God came to become a human being. God God came to us so we can go to Him. You see, He became a human being to help us understand that we can live our lives to the full as human beings, and that we can, in some sense, get that divinity from Him. But we need to grow in that relationship with Him every day. Sometimes we are angry during the day. We don't know what's going on. We just feel angry. We just feel that there is something missing within ourselves. Why is that? Maybe one of those things is that we don't have that balance in our lives, that the human being is made of body and soul, that sometimes we give everything to the body, we give food, we exercise, we have some vacation time. But what about our soul? So what we are doing here today is wonderful. We are giving something to our soul. But in our daily life, we need to grow in that relationship with God. We need to grow in prayer. And prayer is not just about the rosary. Sometimes we think, oh, the prayer, Catholic, rosary. That's a very beautiful tradition. And if you like it, if you want, if it is that, your devotion, please continue to do it. But maybe for some other people, that's not the way of prayer. There are so many ways of prayer in the church. We need to grow in that relationship by reading the Bible, reading the sacred scriptures. If you like art, look at these pieces of art we have, St. Joseph, Mary, and there are all these glasses, windows uh, that we can look at and pray, and that get us closer to God. If what you like is music, we have beautiful music today. There are many beautiful songs that we can listen to in our daily lives but we need to find what is my way that I can connect with God every day and grow in my relationship with Him. If we grow on that, if we have that balance in our lives, body and soul, then we can keep Christ in our lives every day. And the main point for Catholics is the Eucharist. We Catholics believe that the Eucharist, it is truly the body and the blood of Christ. When you come to receive today the body and the blood of Christ, be mindful that when you receive Christ in your life, we are supposed to live like Him because He is living within us. So we need to go out to the world and give a good witness of Christian life. So this celebration of Christmas is a good reminder that we are children of God and that He came to us, so we go to Him. So we are celebrating today that He came, now we need to go to Him too by living our daily lives as faithful, as good human beings and as faithful Christians and Catholics.